Hey, it's Meatball. And Mark. And this is the Rocker Morning Show on demand from 107.7 RKR. This is the best of the Rocker Morning Show with Meatball and Mark. Julian, you're on with Mark and Meatball. Hey, hello, hello, Mark and Meatball, where are you? Hey, how's it going, Julian? How you doing, man? I'm good. Fantastic. Well, Julian, very excited. You just released this new album, Jude. Uh, That title, of course, referring to the 1968 number one hit by the Beatles, Hey Jude. Uh, Your album right now is available now at iTunes, all major digital platforms. How long were you working on material for your new album? Because it's, it's, I think it was 11 years since Everything Changes was released. Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I, I decided to do some other things in life uh, besides <laughs> music. I mean, the, rea- the reality is that uh, after the last album, Everything Changes, I've kind of had enough with the, with the industry. Um, and I wanted to see what else I was capable of, uh, you know, if I never did music again. So... You know, I had a foundation already, so I started to work a lot more uh, in that field. It's called the White Feather Foundation. I started a very serious uh, fine art photography, um, you know, and doing exhibitions around the world. I I also started getting into, um, and I've been involved quite a few years already, into uh, producing, exact producing documentaries. Uh, the last one being Kiss the Ground on Netflix. Yeah. And, uh, you know, writing uh, uh, New York Times bestseller children's books. So, yeah. you know, I've been really, really busy building that foundation uh, outside of music that I, I, you know, I could be proud of. So when I came back to music, it, you know, there was no idea about putting an album together. I literally found a couple of boxes uh, of old tapes of every kind of format in the basement of uh, my ex-business manager's house, uh, office. And I just started about five years ago, I started going through this stuff. And the first, the first track that uh, I put up on the faders was Every Little Moment. And yeah. to me, it sounded like I'd recorded it last week. <laughs> and the only thing that, update, that needed updating on it was literally putting some, some real drums on it um, and updating some of the, the production work. Um, and it was such a joy to come back to because I wasn't feeling any of that usual pressure of having to make an album or being signed to a label or this, that or the other at that particular point in time. And so it was really fun, really enjoyable. Um, and then I just started continuing that process until uh, the pandemic came along. Uh, that put a halt on things for quite some time. But I, in that time period, I started writing new material. So the reality is this, what is now become an album, uh, spans over 30 to 40 years of my life in music. Okay, cool. Um, so, so, you know, and, and with the right support behind me, which BMG uh, are doing, you know, um, I, I feel like, uh, you know, at least this time around, some people might get to hear the album. <laughs> right, right. Oh, it sounds like that break was necessary then. Yeah, I, you know, it was a joy. I mean, I love all the other work that I do now. True. And it's pretty constant, too. The reality is, again, is finding the balance where all of this works together. I mean, in the future, although I've still got boxes and boxes of tapes, <laughs> and the likelihood is, and, and in fact, I've just rebuilt my own studio, so... I don't see that I'm going to stop music at any time soon. 
But certainly I don't necessarily think albums will be the way forward for me. Gotcha. Um, just because of a time issue, really, if I want to do all the other stuff, which I do. So sure. I, I imagine singles and probably EPs uh, are more likely in the future. But, you know, I look forward to all that stuff. I've got my, you know, whatever it is, my joie de vie, my, uh, <laughs> my mojo back on the music front. Sure, sure. I wanted to ask you a little bit about some of those other projects. I've seen a few of your documentaries and they're all, every single one of them is very well done. What I haven't actually seen and, and one of them that kind of caught me off guard was your children's books that you're doing you know obviously yeah. the reviews for them were great i was curious how you know some of this other stuff fine arts and and documentaries and stuff that all kind of jives with the whole like creative rock star kind of bubble but like where did the inspiration for doing children's books come from well funny enough i was talking to a friend of mine who's a great writer uh, in his own right um about davis um, and we were talking about doing uh, a memoir, in fact. And so he was kind of researching bits and bobs, you know, part, different parts of my life and was, was looking into, you know, uh, the White Feather Foundation. Mm-hmm. And he, he, he just asked me a very blunt question. He said, this is all great, Jules, but what are you doing for the children? I'm going, what? <laughs> what do you mean? What am I doing for the children? I'm going... The, the songs like Saltwater and uh, documentaries like Kiss and Grand aren't enough. He said, no, you know, you should think about, you know, how, you know, maybe writing uh, may work in that regard. Sure. So I, it was at that point that I started thinking about uh, what it used to be uh, like for me as a kid, where you were cradled in between your your mother's or your grandmother's arms, and you'd read a bit a book before nap time or bedtime. Right. And I, I you know, I re- remember those days and loved those days. And I, I thought about the idea. Well, what about uh, introducing education in that process, or at least starting a conversation so that when the kids are reading these nighttime books or nap time books, <laughs> you know, they would talk to the parents and say, "Well, you know, why is there?" Uh, plastic in the sea or why is there no clean water over there you know and also as a reminder to the parents too uh, that we have some serious issues going on in the world it was never you know shoving this down their throat (laughs) starting the conversation to try and do something about it you know that's great that's great I'm curious you originally were named after your father, your birth name being John. Now officially, Julian, yeah. how important was it for you professionally and personally to make that crucial name change in 2020? Well, it was nothing to do with uh, a professional side of life. It was personal, purely, purely personal. You know, I, yeah. I, you know, as far as I, I felt, you know, I'd always been the second John. Right. And I, I didn't want to be the second John. <laughs> right. I want to be Julian. So... You know, I I just, you know, again, with the pandemic, when that came on, I was on my own and it hit pretty hard. Um, You know, it was was like looking in the mirror, you know, on certain days, just going, well, what's going on? What is this? Who am I? What am I doing? Am I happy? Am I sad? Uh, You know, what what do I need to do to change things in my life to find peace and balance? Sure. And being called John was on the checklist. True. So, right, you know, yeah. I just said, I, you know, I finally just want to be me, uh, you know. And uh, so, yeah, again, yeah, in 2020, I just decided to switch John 
and Julian Round and my name. So instead of John Charles Julian Lennon, I was Julian Charles John Lennon. So for me, that was a big deal, you know. And so with Jude as well, it's like taking ownership of me finally. Um, uh, you know, and because I was always called either Julian or Jules. Right. So by changing my name, I was becoming me, Julian, Jules, hence Jude, and taking that sad song and making it better. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, I mean, we're, we're obviously very happy for you. Um, and I, you know, we've never seen you as the other John, you've got your own career. You've worked with a number of other people and obviously you've got this new album, which it yeah. does have the ties to Hey Jude. The song was actually about you. And although it's loved by thousands, this song was actually about some hard times that you were going through. So the meaning for you was, you know, obviously a lot more emotional and hard to take. Through this new album, Jude, did it allow you to feel more like inner peace about the situation that you were caught up in at a young age? Yeah, well, I, you know, again, it, it was about taking ownership of what being Jude meant. And okay. back in the day when the song was written, you know, as, uh, as much as uh, I'm thankful that it was a very supportive song and that it's become a classic sure. without question. I think I've listened to that song more than any other human on the planet, <laughs> uh, one way or another. But, um, you know, it was uh, it was obviously at a very, very difficult time when, you know, Dad literally just walked out the door and left Mum and I to, to fend for ourselves. Yeah. So, it, it, you know, it's a harsh reminder of what life has been like. And that's why I say that, you know, that uh, I honestly feel that I've taken a, a sad song and made it made it better. I, I don't think I've ever been more focused and happier and together and more creative in, in my entire life. So uh, as far as I'm concerned, I'm just beginning. <laughs> That's great. Sure, yeah. Uh, any plans to take this new album on the road anytime soon? I did some rehearsals uh, out in L.A. <laughs> uh, when I was uh, out there for a couple of months doing... Uh, you know, a lot of the promo uh, work, but um, and and the rehearsals really went great. I was actually quite blown away by it. But then we looked at the schedule. Right. Uh, uh, we did that, you know, for basically maybe doing TV shows or or things like that. And, sure. Uh, then we actually looked at the schedule of uh, and the bookings for next year and realised that basically everybody. Uh, has booked out every location <laughs> on the planet to, to to perform. So even if I wanted to, I couldn't in many respects, especially in the US. But there might be an opportunity where there'll be a couple of spots here and there. But if there was any, you know, uh, longevity in it, it, the likelihood would be it would be uh, early-ish 2024. Uh, for the states, anyway. Awesome. So you know, it's it's on my mind. I'm thinking about it uh, because rehearsals were so great, and I, w I was blown away by it. So you know, fingers crossed. Well, fingers crossed. we we hope we'll see you in Michigan sometime down the line. The new records, Jude, out on all major digital platforms now. Julian Lennon, such a treasure to have you on with us today, man. Thank you. Thank you, and of course. Happy holidays and a happy new year to you all. Thank you, Julian. As well. Live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 and on demand in the Rocker app. It's the best of the Rocker Morning Show on 1077 RKR.